This is The Art Life. Hello, I'm Zandra Robinson Burns, writer and the protagonist of Heroin Training. Joining me today for a very special episode is my co-host, actress and activist, Grace Gordon. Grace, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, Zandra. Wow, it's been a year of making this show. We we made it. We're here again in September. And to celebrate, we decided to make what we did in our first episode a tradition by we opened this whole big art project that is the art life by writing each other letters and having an epistolary episode. So to mark a year in the art life, we have written each other letters again. And I don't actually know what you've said yet, so I'm excited to be surprised. Yeah, I think that when we did our first episode, we uh, hand wrote and then copied the letters and shared them that way before we recorded. But we thought it would be cool if this time uh, you heard my response for the first time like live on air. So away we, away we go. Away we go. <laughs> That's something you said in episode one. It's so fun. Okay. Is it letter reading time? Yes, it is. Dear Grace, Remember how it felt when we dreamt up this show? It was in hushed tones as we plotted in the corners of our favorite conference. That phrase, the art life, clicked with us instinctually. You and I knew in our hearts exactly what it meant. We knew we had to commit to living our own art lives. We felt called to share this concept, invite the world to be artists too. But we also couldn't quite put it to words. What is the art life? We knew it was about process over product, living an art life rather than pursuing art-related goals. We also knew that it was so much more. So we spent a year seeking a definition. We practiced living art lives. Every week or so, we'd meet up to report back. Here on this show, we traded stories about how the journey was treating us, and at the end of each episode, we offered answers to our question, what is the art life? We answered that question 42 times. The art life is my life, I said early on. Back then, I said it to believe it, to convince myself. Now, it's just the truth. We hypothesized that the art life is the best life. Now we have a year's worth of episodes proving this to be true. So, what is the art life? Grace, you and I are the art life. We embody it, so everything we do is it. One thing's for sure. This show keeps surprising us. Here's what I'm wondering today at this bookmark in time. If we trust that we are the art life, what will happen next? Where will the story go from here? I'm excited, wiggling 
in anticipation for the surprise. Love, Zantra. P.S. Happy Art Life Anniversary! I bought a new notebook to commemorate the occasion. Dear Zandra, in your letter you asked me, if we trust that we are the art life, what will happen next? I immediately thought of our listener, Valerie, who shared in our recent Campfire special that only by quitting her day jobs and committing to acting full-time did she learn to trust what she was capable of. I thought of our listener, Sean, who took the leap and moved to Philadelphia, not knowing if he would find work. Sean landed his dream job within weeks. I thought of the bold moves we made this year, leaving social media, hosting a live podcast, having artwork featured in a gallery for the first time. In The Artist's Way, one of my favorite books, Julia Cameron writes, Leap, and the net will appear. She says, we'd really like it if it were the other way around. Show us the net, and then we'll leap. Give us the job, the bow, the deal, and then we'll commit. What do you take me for, a sucker? Only a fool would go off half-cocked chasing some dream. In order to risk, we have to be willing to look bad. We have to be willing to be a sucker. We have to be willing to look like fools. This is the sticky part. Our net is invisible. It is unseen. It is there, but we must believe it to see it. In a moment of faith, our dreams shimmer into view. So if we trust that we are the art life, what will happen next? The evidence suggests that our dreams will shimmer into view. As intimidating as it still is to launch a new project or share our ideas, we know now that fortune favors the bold, and the heroes and heroines of our favorite stories only reach their goals when they take risks. My favorite thing about our show isn't the goals we've reached and shared. My favorite thing is that our goals have changed. Our shimmering dreams have evolved so much that the journey itself is enjoyable every step of the way. Whether we're interviewing our favorite artists or brainstorming the next big idea, our art lives have flourished because we are living them together. Boldly, joyfully, and present for every moment. Love, Grace. P.S. I can't wait to tell you about our next interview guest. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is so great. I'm so excited. Grace, I think you managed to put everything into your letter that I cut out of mine. That's how it works, babe. <laughs> <laughs> and in such a better way than I could think to, which is why I cut it out. But one of the things that surprised me the most and delighted me the most about this year was what you said that you were looking forward to most when we first got started, which was bringing guests onto the show. I didn't know what that would look like or what that would feel like. And we didn't plan on 
being a virtual campfire, but we became that because it was just clear that that's what this is. And we invited listeners to show up as artists too and share their stories in our campfire episodes. When we brought interview guests onto the show, it wasn't just the joy of interviewing a favorite artist and someone that I look up to or someone that I knew was important to you. It was that feeling of collaboration that we're all creating this understanding of the art life together and that it's it's more meaningful and vibrant when we invite other voices in. And I'm really happy about the way that we have done that. Yeah, me too. I think that the the I was looking forward to having interview guests on, as I said last year, but it has been such a delight to have the listeners become such a big part of the show. And even in writing my letter response to you just now, um, I, you know, I didn't go into responding with like, I should make sure to listen to, to, to shout out some of our listeners. Like that wasn't a thought <laughs> process that I had at all. It just came so naturally because their art lives are so inspiring to me. And they are so much a part now of, of the way that this show is run that it, of course I was inspired by the way people like Sean and Valerie have taken bold moves. And it, it just occurred to me even in finishing it, like, you know, I didn't have to push for that. I didn't have to do a shout out. They're just a part of the philosophy of the show and they're living it. I'm just, I'm, I'm so happy reflecting back because a year ago, I felt this sense of community just between you and I as we were getting ready to release this secret of a podcast onto the world. And now, as you're reading your letter, I have so many other reference points. When you're describing the process of leaping, I was thinking of your interview with Angelica Washington, who is also talking about that. I'm thinking about what Grace Quantock said about Finding Friends in Bibliographies, which can sum up this year for me as well. And just having more, having these other faces that I can picture, voices that I can hear in my head who are here with us is, is really special. And it's, it's not what I was looking forward to a year ago. I was looking forward to talking about notebooks, but we did that too. We we definitely did. And I'm just, I'm glad that we have this space where we can talk about our own ideas and um, evolve as artists. But I'm, I'm even more glad that the community itself has just become such an integral part of this show and the way that we live our lives too. Grace, what has surprised you a year later? I think in my, in my art life, I mean, you know, it's 2020. There's obviously a lot of things that have been surprising about this year. But I think in my art life, I have been surprised by the exploration of multimedia art or of being a multimedia artist. I am, um, I was thinking so much even today that before this show and for years, you know, I would call myself an actor and then people would ask me questions about it and I would feel really defensive 
because um and this is a thing for actors but like people will ask you questions like are you in the union and do you have an agent what have i seen you in they ask this list of questions that like like prove to me you're an actor um which especially when you're young and just starting out is is stressful because you you feel defensive no i'm taking this seriously no i'm doing this work but no I, i haven't been in a big movie yet and throughout the evolution of this show i mean first of all i've reached a lot of those goals you know i've reached a lot of the like yep i've done that yes i have that yes you can watch me here but it hasn't felt like i have anything to prove it's just all very natural like yeah, those are, you know, the people that I've worked with, or, oh yeah, you can go see this thing I just worked on here. But even more than that, it's that I don't feel defensive, nor do I feel prideful, because I'm not so attached to the actor title. I'm just living an art life, and I'm making art in many different mediums. So the experience of this year, for example, like, um, submitting a bunch of pieces to the Sugar Mint Gallery, purely on inspiration and absolutely like delusional self-confidence um having never done fine art in any serious way before um i you know i got five pieces in that show and it was like oh well you can go see my art there it's not acting and uh, I'm really proud of it. <laughs> so, um, you know, one of the big surprises for me this year in my art life has just been like letting go of that attachment to to titles at all. And by doing that, actually having a lot more to share with people, even as an actor, because it's all just what I want to be doing. And it's all coming naturally out of inspiration instead of like a need to prove something to anyone. There is something to that that is intrinsic to being an artist where when you let go of somebody else's expectations somebody else's idea of what it means to be an actor or even an artist and are truly grounded in how you are living your art life how i am living my art life which is different from yours that that is it. Something in there is it. What about you, Zandra? What surprised you this year? Well, as you were talking about making multimedia art, I was starting to do that around this time last year, but I was really still attached to the different buckets that it fell into. I remember publishing my first poem online and being like, look, I'm a poet now as well as an essayist. And and now it's just natural where I was I've been writing every day like I, I have been for years and I was working on a piece and realized this this kind of reads more like poetry than an essay, so I think I'll publish a poem this week. And it was it's only in reflecting back that I realize how how nonchalant that is now. When last year it would have been such a big deal of like, whoa that's not what I do. I don't write poetry. I don't publish drawings. But now it's just I've I have expanded and I kind of I kind of take it for granted and forget that this was really hard for me a year ago. A year ago, 
I suggested that we we start this show by writing letters to each other because writing was what I was comfortable with. I wanted to start with what I was comfortable with, and talking about living an art life was not that yet. And now look at us, just improvising. Yeah, I love the reminder too that this the philosophy of this show and um, the the talking about living an art life instead of focusing on product that that wasn't something that came easy for us. It's not something that we had were expert level in when we started this show. It's something that we decided to make because we are people who need to be reminded of it. We are people who um, need to enjoy the process more often and focus less on product. So I love that even the the product of this show was intimidating because mm. talking about the concept was out of your comfort zone. So um, yeah, I just think that that's always a good reminder for our listeners that you know we're reminding ourselves of this philosophy. And that's what I'm looking forward to next because I well, I am an essayist, which for me means I I like to write about things in the moment or or just past the moment and capture the liveness of something that I've just learned. And as we enter year 2, which by the way, I know that podcasts will typically say seasons, but it's been four seasons. The art life is always in season. So this is year two of the art life. We're going like Hogwarts years here, (laughs) suitably. I am curious about what is fresh for us. I'm curious about what we're in the process of learning now and how how we can keep that a part of the show, even though we're comfortable in our art lives now. Something's gonna challenge us. And I look forward to facing that challenge through the lens of what we've learned about living on this show. I have two things that I want to tell you I'm really excited about. I want to share something that I'm looking forward to as an artist, and then I want to share something I'm looking forward to as an audience member. And I love I would love if you shared something too. So I'm looking forward to, in my art life, um, my sister is she is focusing in on directing and she lives in LA as well. I'm really excited about that. Uh, I think that that's the right path for her. And she just wrote a short film that she was trying to get cast members together for that shoots in the beginning of September. And it was like very intimidating for me to ask because um, we haven't worked together that much in the past few years, even though we're both artists. And it's actually like a huge desire of mine to work with her more. Um, a lot of my favorite filmmakers and creators work with a sibling. And so I shyly approached her. I was helping her with casting. I was sending out her casting call to friends who were actors and, uh, you know, giving her some, some thoughts on things like COVID safety procedures on set. And then I shyly said, I, I said, can I help out on set at all? I understand if you don't want a family member there or if you want to keep it a small set, but I'd love to help with, you know, some of the COVID safety stuff or producing and lighting and wardrobe. I was like, I'd love to help as like a, a producer. If you're comfortable, you know, I was so nervous. And she was just like, yeah, I would love to have you on set. Like, I could definitely use your expertise in a lot of these areas. 
I know you know what you're doing. And she's like, we haven't worked together in a long time. Like, let's do it. That's, that's us at our best. <sighs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be there with her and helping her with her project. So I just, I had to share that with you. I'm so happy about it. Um, so that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, you know, that weekend soon, but also just hopefully much more of that in my life. Um, and then I just wanted to share something as an audience member because part of the art life is also enjoying other people's work and, you know, taking seriously like the obsessions only and the, the loving other people's art. So, um, I'm learning Spanish right now and, uh, a necessary part of that is like immersion. So I set a, a, a process, um, I set a goal for myself that I wanted to read a book in Spanish this year, and I wanted to watch 10 films in Spanish. It might end up being more, but that was a place to start. So I'm excited to do that. I am, I'm really looking forward to picking things and enjoying them. I'm so excited for you. And I love this tradition that I think you and I automatically gravitate towards at a year marker of what's next. You've inspired me to think of my own family. And I'm, as someone who also creates with my sister, I can recommend it. It's fun. <laughs> Junie and I have been creating our podcast, What's Your Favorite Part, for, um, for two years now, on and off, whenever we're inspired by a film or a television show. And we're getting ready to talk about The Babysitter's Club, which is a TV show I've been excited about. Um, one of the TV shows that I have been the most excited about in a long time. So I'm excited to create, to approach how we cover that show in a, in a creative way. But also something that my family has been, do, has been doing in quarantine, because we're all long distance, my parents are in Boston, my sister is in Chicago, and I am here in Edinburgh. We have been doing these celebratory Zoom calls for people's birthdays and for her graduation. And for my dad's birthday, my sister made a pub quiz for us, which we landed on the exact tradition that suits my family best in doing this pub quiz. So we're like, let's do more pub quizzes. So we're going to do another one this month for um, for one of my wedding anniversaries. Steve and I have two because we had two parties and why not celebrate both? So I'm looking forward to that. And that's what came to mind first as this is not a, a product. This is not an art project to put on display, but it is certainly creative and it is it's certainly... definitely creative. Wow. <laughs> And that's it, really. That's that is the art life for me is inviting my creativity into all corners of how I live and inviting my family into that as well. So that's what we're making. Grace, I have one more question for you. Do you now? What is the art life? The art life is lived together. Oh, I was trying to come up with some iteration of that myself. You can share it with me in keeping with the theme. 
Yeah, the art life is lived together, and I want to. I, I I'm really feeling the presence of whoever's listening to this on their earbuds or in their car. It's you're in this together with us too. That's what I'm specifically feeling. In fact, something that we a new tradition that we would like to begin for year two is to invite you, the audience, to answer that question as well. And we've just taken an episode to reflect on what the art life has meant over the past year. And if you've been listening for a while as well, we would love to invite you to answer that question, what is the art life, by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. And we can say the usual podcast things, like it really helps us find new listeners is to have reviews there, to have that quantity of reviews there. But we were also reflecting on how you might have a better answer than us, or you might have a different answer that will help to expand our definition beyond our official show definition beyond this episode. And we would love to hear that. And we would love to share your words as we open new episodes going forward this year. Yeah, so it's been, I guess, 43 answers, 43 episodes, um, and 43 times that we've answered what is the art life with with some uh, con- contribution from interview guests. But as we've made clear in this episode, our audience is very much a part of this show. So leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and answer the question, what is the art life? And uh, we will be reading the responses throughout year two on the show. That's my audience member thing that I'm looking forward to, by the way. <laughs> you're, you're looking forward to reading people's answers? Yes. I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. To our podcast. It's such a Gryffindor thing to say. <laughs> very Leo, very Gryffindor. Zandra, um, where where can people find your Gryffindor Leo art? My Gryffindor Leo art is all of my art. And it is at my digital home, heroinetraining.com, which has been redesigned in the past year. And since I am no longer on social media, the best way to keep up with me is by subscribing to my newsletter, which you'll find on that website, or go directly to heroinetraining.com slash subscribe and send me an email. Send us a letter. We have our contact details at the end of the show. Grace, where can people find all of your art? Right now, I am still uh, posting everything, whether it's my like weekly love letters or my modeling work on patreon.com slash gracegordonofficial. Um, I have been loving the just the community aspect of Patreon lately. I like to ask people like, hey, are you getting out of anything out of this? Or are you enjoying the way that this information is shared? Um, lately, patrons have just been so communicative about like, hey, I really you know value this thing you do. And I, I read the books you recommend. And so Patreon's just been a great place like this show where we're, where I'm able to share my art and talk about it, but also um, 
share other things that I love and and tell people about them. So I my work and and the other art that I'm loving is all compiled on patreon.com slash Grace Gordon Official. Wonderful. Well, I noticed in listening back to episode one that this tradition started by accident and you can hear how surprised we were and delighted we were in our voices. But now we say it every episode. So from my side of the world, I wish you all a good morning. And from my side of the world, I wish you a good night. Bye. Bye. This is The Art Life, a heroin training podcast with Grace Gordon and me, Zandra Robinson Burns. You can find us online at theartlife.show and send letters to The Art Life, care of Grace Gordon, P.O. Box number 4292, Valley Village, California, 91607, or email us, theartlife at heroinetraining.com. Our theme music is The Stream by Rory. Thank you for joining us.